0: Hello and welcome to Code Bytes, sponsored by Search 5.0. I'm your host, Stephen Turkington, and on today's episode, I'm thrilled to welcome Shona Ibister to the podcast. Code Bytes was formed to create an accessible pool of mentors, and still to this day, they're aspiring technologists without a go-to person in their career. In a world where user experience is everything, we learn from Shona, where a career in content design can take you, as she plays a crucial role in the success of Daily Pay. This is a brilliant conversation, and I hope you enjoy. Shona, a very warm welcome to CodeBytes.
1: Thank you, lovely to be here.
0: Great to have you, Shona, and you are our first guest that's coming from that technical content writing background. So I'm really excited for you to share your, your story, Shona. Shona, I'd love you to kick off and even just tell our audience the mission of a content or technical writer. And then what drew you in to this industry and where it's taken you?
1: Yeah, well, I think like overall, there are many, many different types of content. But overall, the point is that you want to communicate something. And there are many different roles within like, IT that you can do that and within content itself. So as you mentioned, like I did start like as a technical writer because I wanted to help people like use um, our software, but as technology evolved and has, as I've evolved like, throughout my career, I've actually discovered I actually want to be working more hands-on in products, so now I work in product design as a content designer, and it's still the same basic premise. My mission is always to champion the user, but also champion the product, and I think in, in content, we've really got opportunity to kind of bridge that gap like for people and play on everybody's side. We just want to make things easier, and we want to communicate the best way to go about um, helping users do what they need to do with our stuff, so... In a nutshell, that will be it.
0: Yeah. I think, like, listen, user experience is absolutely everything, you know, mm-hmm. in this day and age. Technology mm-hmm. increases at such a rapid pace, and I think people become so impatient as a result. Yeah. <laughs> you
1: know, so. I know, we're really spoiled, aren't we? We're really, really spoiled. we got no time. We just want it done, like, the right way. But basically, it comes down. It's human nature, isn't it? It's psychology. If you want people to do something, you have to make it as easy as possible.
0: You know? Absolutely. Um, yeah, absolutely. And talk us through then, Um, obviously, you've had a great career uh, and background today, Shona. I mean, where where has this sector and industry taken you to today in daily pay?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I could go on. I've been here for a while, a long time, so I'll not bore you with every single thing. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, um, I started as actually a secretary um, looking, working for a company, um, for a construction company that built their own software, their own project management software. Um, I got to know the IT director who said to me, he knew, I mean, I've always been a writer, a communicator. That's what I was good at at school. That's what I like to do just as a person. Um, And he suggested me to to uh, look into technical writing, which i would never even heard of. I literally had to Google it and find out what it was. Um, And then I, yeah, I thought that that's something I could have done. So I gave it a whirl and I spoke to him and they, I was very lucky the company sponsored me to go to Edinburgh Napier University and do an information management um, postgraduate degree. And then since then, I have qualified as a technical writer. I've worked in many like um, Edinburgh and Scottish and Northern Irish um, software companies as a technical writer. Um, eventually getting to the point where at My boy I headed up the, um, the technical documentation team, uh, recruited and built the team and we did a whole range of stuff. Um, every aspect of technical communication you can think of from customer uh, communications to a knowledge website, to online training, to face-to-face training programs, to curriculum development, all sorts of um, stuff like that. And then um, I ended up working, well, when I moved on from there, just more sort of technical writing jobs that then I did a job in between, which was um, like an instructional designer. So I'm quite interested in teaching people how to do things. Um, And that for me was a great job because it it brought another skill set to my range uh, where I could actually speak in a more educational kind of manner and work with a designer to actually bring like e-learning, digital learning like to life and make it a bit more engaging. And it was a bit more fun and we could tell stories to actually like impart like technical knowledge, which was good. And then after that, I went to Bizarre Voice where I learned about product design. I sat next to my now current manager that I work with in Daily Pay who taught me everything about UX design <laughs> um, and I've evolved basically between Bizarre Voice and Daily Pay um, from technical writing where we have um, different websites that we ask people to navigate to right through to helping people there and then in the product and that's what content design really is um, so yeah, so I've done a few different things and I hope to do a few different things more. If there's one thing I like to do throughout a career, I think is to change and try out. But I'll always keep that mission in my mind. I want to help people. I want to educate people. I want to um, get them to achieve what they want. And I'll communicate with them in any means that I can to help them to be able to do that. So we we'll have to see where I end up next.
0: <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. It very much seems that you're, you're purpose-driven, uh, Shona. Um, yeah. The want to to help and create um Mm. you know that experience which is which is great to hear um we're we're always keen to delve into the world of mentorship um Shona you know and I think it's great for this podcast that we can meet so many different people's backgrounds like yourself um Mm -hmm. has there been a go-to person perhaps in in your career or, or what's your meaning of of mentorship
1: yeah I mean I wish there was I I wish I had like a sensei I could have like worked with like throughout my career but no there's not been one particular person and actually a lot of the time in organizations especially in technical writing you're the only one in, in an organization and it's certainly been the case for a lot of my career probably at least 10 years um so I've kind of just drawn like my mentorship from um from where I could find it um I would say that Like I said, when I met um, my now manager, like Tommy McLean, that's a product designer, he mentored me in in the art of like UX um, that way. But I think because I've never had anyone to go to to talk to about writing, um, I've really tried to to be a mentor where I could um, to different aspects. And even to the point where a lot of people who come into like, you know, to IT and to software um, don't realize that it's even a thing. Like they, you know, they think that if you come into this industry, you must be a coder. Um, and you must have a technical background you must be good at maths and you must have a science background you really don't you um, I've got an English literature degree <laughs> Like, um, and but I think it's more like I just want to make sure that when people come in when we when I meet like people like students or interns or even like recent graduates like into a company I really try and I introduce myself and get to know them just that they know there's a whole range of like jobs which are available to them we do have um, a few people that I've worked with in Daily Pay, but also at Totem Mobo, who might have come from a customer support background, for example, who've shown an interest in technical writing. And I've spent some time, um, well, trying to show them what I've learned, like over my career, and trying to steer them onto a path um, to technical writing and try to develop them that way. So, yeah, I mean, I, I look for, esp- and for inspiration for myself when I can find it, and I try and offer it right I can, like to others.
0: Yeah. And on that point, Shona, um, talking about perhaps talent and people stepping you know into this industry obviously you had somebody who saw something in you earlier on your career as a secretary and -hmm. you mentioned you know there's people coming from customer service that's you know somewhat transferable Mm -hmm. what what traits and characteristics would you look for in talent to be successful as a, a technical or content writer yeah or product
1: yeah, well, I suppose, I mean, I just keep coming back to that mission, right? So it's all about helping people. So first and foremost, to be able to help people like through content, you must be very strongly empathetic. You have to be able to put yourself into the user's shoes, whoever that might be. And there's a whole range of audiences and a whole different type of users. You have to be able to imagine yourself. And you have to imagine yourself as that person. And how am I going to be able to, to achieve this task? And then as a technical writer, you are like writer cable. This is how I can overcome those challenges that I might experience on that journey. So empathy. Would be one. I mean, and there's no there's no getting away from it. You have to be good at writing, (laughs) and just inherently, you have to be a good communicator. That is a skill that can be learned, but there's a lot of inherent talent there as well. So if you basically if you if you enjoy it and you have a desire to communicate with people, generally you'll be good at it. So if I'm looking for someone to um, to train them into like technical writing or content design, I'll be looking for someone with empathy someone who wants to communicate um, and someone who's got a talent that I can kind of nurture. Um, if you've got the right attitude, you can, you can mold that to whatever you need.
0: Super. I'm actually, I'm pretty obsessive at the moment with Amazon um, oh, and yeah? reading the book, actually working backwards, oh, which yeah? is the model, um, which is quite how you describe it, where if anybody in Amazon has a, an idea mm-hmm. before it goes into product, you have mm-hmm. to put yourself in the customer's shoes. So yeah. you have to write out a press release in uh-huh. depth. So how that press release will look in regards to the functionality, the features. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's
1: in a business case. That's a good yeah. idea from the user's ha- point of view.
0: Yeah, exactly. And then you'll have to do, along with the press release, you'll have to do um, an FAQ section. Okay. So frequently uh-huh. asked questions from both people internally Yeah, yeah. and also externally from customers.
1: Right. So they do like research as well. Yeah. yeah. The only thing I would say about that, that sounds brilliant, like in theory, but I don't know if you've ever used like Amazon. I think the UX is horrendous. It's <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. so, yeah, they will try every trick in the book to keep you to sign up to Prime. But anyway, <laughs> it's
0: yeah. a well, lovely it's quite, approach. It's, it's, it's a great approach. <laughs> and it's just like you become so detail orientated. Now, listen, I think with how big that company is, there's a lot of ideas that don't make it past, you know, yeah. that FAQ and, and press release. But again, it's just mm-hmm. that like putting yourself in the customer's shoes yeah and working working backwards yeah. uh, you know in the mm-hmm. in the release, which is a a really smart approach so um mm-hmm. I love that and and just, just just on you know the subject of the industry uh, and the sector currently, Shona I mean what would you say has been or is a a challenge that you see
1: um I don't know that's a bit of oh, I think I think it's a bit of a hard question really in terms of challenges. It's not a challenge like for me personally but i think it's a challenge for the industry would be gender diversity you know Mm -hmm. i'm not sure why there's such an imbalance there i know i have like some ideas but i think that the i think everybody would benefit if there were more um women (laughs) like in it it's generally most places i've worked it's been like one to four it doesn't affect my day-to-day like kind of life but i feel like um Everything would just be more balanced if there was a bit more of that. Um, And I guess that sort of leads into sort of more like sort of pay equality and like, you know, like all of that kind of thing. But I think that overall, I think that it's a very positive time to work in software in Belfast. It's very exciting. And it's just been amazing to watch over the past like 10 years. You know, Um, I first came back to Belfast from Edinburgh in 2011, and the amount of, you know, growth that's been in the industry. Um, since I've like arrived and looking at the opportunity that, you know, my kids are sort of 11 and 13 by the time they grow up, I would feel quite excited about, you know, what they have the potential to do here. So I think that says something, if the only challenge I can think of <laughs> is the gender diversity thing, I, I think it's a fantastic time to be working in Belfast and software. And and I think it's generally really positive.
0: Yeah. And it's a testament as well to, to where we've come over the last 10 years, shown as you alluded to, and, you know, diversity, increases innovation across the board. Um, and it's still very much a spotlight and a mission. Um, and it's funny you say that actually because you refer to your, your your children at that age because typically it's it's parents at this age thinking, you know, what will be the chances and the opportunities for my yeah. children, you know, yeah. when they're reaching 18, 19, 21, you know, so mm-hmm. um, just that parent hat on can, can give you a different <laughs> perspective as well um you know into this industry just on that subject Shona have you have you spotted any perhaps or characteristics in your in your kids
1: <laughs> right hey, well uh the youngest wants to work in Burger King um okay. and the oldest wants to work at El Gelato so um yeah no I think it's what I think more, they're more creative and so I think they're more excited about the film and tv <laughs> like um, opportunities, you know, all the filming and everything that goes on here. But I think at an absolute minimum, I mean, they have been into daily pay many, many times um, because it's a very parent-friendly, family-friendly like um, company. So um, they came in every Thursday where they were spoiled, absolutely rotten. <laughs> um, so I think they will have a very positive association with working like in software. You know, if they, like they know that, I mean, I have, I, I genuinely love my job and I'm genuinely happy in it. And I think that they, that's the main thing. They can see that. And, you know, I've shown them the designs and everything that I work on. And I think they have an understanding of it and they they know what the environment is like. So we we'll have to wait and see what happens. They, they're going to do whatever they want to do. Um, but yeah, we'll see. But no, they're definitely not coders. I don't think. Okay, <laughs>
0: we'll yeah, a, a creative flair, and listen, if they're if they're keen on the the TV uh screening industry, obviously it's thriving in Northern Ireland. Yeah. So uh, it's only, it's only getting better. Um, mm-hmm. so I want to I want to discuss as well on the talent from Shona retention, mm-hmm. which is very important. Um, and mm-hmm. obviously you know speaking with you today, you've got that passion and love. And you mm. described how the kids have been into daily pay and mm. um, have that good environment. I mean, what does what can companies do to retain good talent in today's market? And have you kind of came across any initiatives or, or any programs mm-hmm. within daily pay, perhaps, or in previous experiences?
1: Mm-hmm. Um I think that um as an industry I think we've grown up a bit and we've evolved past the ping pong tables and the beer and like all of that kind of thing. I've worked in a few companies where we had the alcohol fridges and all of that kind of thing generally pointless because you can't work. So anyway, <laughs> so the things that I think people are actually looking for um and I think I can it's not just me. I've managed people before and but generally people want um career development so you know to retain people And I think the daily pay are good at this. So, like, um, you know, we would look at like sort of training people. What, yeah, we do regular reviews and um, what what do you need to be able to progress to the next level? And it's all clearly laid out what the next level is. So, for example, um, at my last review, like was my manager, like Tommy, it was identified that um, you know I'm quite an instinctive writer, but actually maybe I should learn how to conduct like user research. so then I have an actual data to inform my decisions when I, when I write my content. And so now I'm doing an online course with the UX Content Collective, which is a really well-respected organisation um, online run by one Australian, one American. Anyway, um, and I'm learning how to do that. And it's a practical course. So I think that's one way you return and I think uh, retain people when I think the daily pay do that. Um, I also think that you need, you know, just all those basic things. OK, yeah, pay them properly, pay them equally um you know and then okay yeah all the holidays and all of that kind of thing but you know give them recognition create a culture where it's okay to fail fast because that actually means that people are learning um and then you know maybe it's because I'm at a certain age and I am like a parent but support parents men and women don't assume that women are going to do all the child care empower like your male like colleagues to be able to take you know to bring their kids in if they need to if they need the child care or you know let them take like proper like parental leave like as well like all of those things um it just boils down to just being a bit human and recognizing that when we come to work, we are like a whole person with a whole life. Um, and I think if you treat people like adults in a human way, in an empathetic way, then they will want to stay.
0: I think leading with empathy, Shona, just creates so much value in, a, in an environment, and have that human centric uh, approach mm. um, is, is critical. And it's good to see that you know even in review processes there's still areas which you're identifying and going and learning and you oh, know, just course. constantly constantly upskilling. Oh, yeah sure it's great
1: can you imagine anything more boring than doing the same thing constantly yeah. i couldn't i could not do that <laughs>
0: like, no, bit, a bit of hamster in yeah. a wheel a wheel 24 7 no, be, no be, be so depressing
1: to me no exactly <laughs> um and so it's nice to feel like, you know, you've got the opportunity to even recognize things to yourself and say, actually, can I give that a wee go? Because nobody, I think, ultimately really wants to leave. If they've got a good job, they don't really want to leave a good company, you know, but sometimes it might be worthwhile to say, actually, like I've noticed that, I don't know, like the fraud team do that or, you know, they're working on AI in this team, you know, maybe a sideways move, you know, like that kind of stuff. Like being, um, There's opportunities for growth within an organization. You don't always have to leave.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's about showcasing that adaptability and curiosity mindset mm-hmm. uh, as well, instead of being tunnel, tunnel focused or, or visioned, uh, Shona. Mm. Um, Shona, what advice would you have to any aspiring technologists in today's market?
1: Um, just like learn what you can and just keep changing, I think, and keep adapting. And I think that if you have like the right attitude and you keep an open mind and trust your ability to learn, then I think you could have a really interesting and exciting like career. Don't ever feel stuck. There is no need in Belfast in the software industry with millions of jobs um and millions of opportunities and so many different things you could be doing. There is no need to be stuck. You really don't have to. Just you just got to be kind of brave and just be willing to take that risk and, and just change.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I love that the ability um to learn. And I actually had a mm. recent conversation with um with um high school student who is anticipating which A-levels he should do because he mm-hmm. wants to get into computer science. And he oh. was querying one particular subject. And I said, listen, it doesn't matter because literally oh. <laughs> you'll have your absolute <laughs> choice. And the great thing about the Code Bytes, um podcast is that what we've learned is that there's no traditional way in the technology. Yeah. You know, there's variation. As you say, feel fast, feel mm-hmm. forward and just become curious and, and try different different areas so um yeah mm-hmm. love that and mm-hmm. um, Shona to to wrap things up and this has been absolutely brilliant conversation and <laughs> um, by the way if you had a book or even an audio um mm-hmm. that's had a profound impact in your career what would that be and why
1: yeah, well, I've only got one, and it's because um, I'm ruthlessly practical, so I don't read self help books or read, like any of the esoterics, right? I just don't. Sorry, but I have one brilliant book, and it's called Microcopy: The Complete Guide, and it's written by Kinneret Gefra and I can send you the code, uh, the the link to it, and it is a step by step practical guide to how to do UX writing. So you can literally like flick to a chapter that says this is how to write an error message, <laughs> like, and give you. Some advice like for that and so that is a book that i used at bizarre voice it was recommended to me okay. by my colleague at caroline grant um and yeah it's been genuinely the most helpful thing so literally i would have used that almost like on a daily basis um be like okay so what's kind of advice for that so yeah that Brilliant. one um, excellent Shana. if i could do a quick plug as well for absolutely the ux content collective who i'm doing my learning my training through they have a really helpful blog as well, but again, a, about very, very practical things, how to use AI and content research, you know, stuff like that. Um, so they're worth a look as well if you're interested in content.
0: Excellent, Shona. I'm going to plug both of those, the show notes uh, mm-hmm. as well, so that people can go and absorb uh, and be a sponge, which uh, clearly <laughs> you, you have done your your career, uh, Shona. So Shona, to, to wrap things up, if people want to learn more about your good self or, or daily pay how could
1: they go about doing this? Uh, well, I'm around on LinkedIn. Um, so that's probably the best way to get hold of me. I'm not on Instagram or anything else, just yeah, LinkedIn. And then yeah. daily pay, have a website, have a wee look at what we're doing. We're right in the middle of town. There's an office just above Zara. Um, so yeah, so come and have a look at us. I think that we also, there'll be like um, different like QB like um. Fears like um, student peers and things, aren't they? I think we, we get out there as well. So you may see our um, technical recruiters around as well.
0: So. Oh, brilliant. Again, we'll be able to plug the careers page there as well. And do you mm-hmm. know what? Living upstairs from Zara could be slightly dangerous.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it, uh, it is actually. It's an interesting one for the uh, for the buskers and all. You get the range. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. A, <laughs> a bit of a, lively, a
0: lively area, Shona. Yeah. Shona, this has been an absolute wonderful conversation. Thank you so much for, for, for coming on board.
1: Oh, thanks very much. It's been lovely to chat to you, Stephen.
0: Hello, Anne. Thank you for tuning in for this episode with Shona. I think you'll agree. This was a fantastic conversation. Shona definitely epitomizes the growth mindset, Uh, And what I got from this was just embracing failure, uh, which is great to hear. Uh, Stay tuned as we have some great guests coming up um, with the variation of different backgrounds into technology. It was definitely great to hear Shona's journey uh, and where a journey from content and technical writing uh, and where it can take you in our, our local market.